This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Advantages Digital Learning Solutions, where learning is reimagined. Hello, and welcome to Learning Reimagined. I'm Allison, and with me is Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Allison. This is so great. Things are going well. How are you doing? We're coming into the end of the school year. So what's going on with you? We are, we are. I'm actually on countdown because my son will be graduating from high school and i just am so so excited about this countdown it's at the end of the month and most exciting is that it's actually live and i can attend his graduation unlike my daughter last year we didn't have that opportunity so things are definitely looking up absolutely that's fantastic my nephew he's graduating um next uh, like three weeks from now and we just were notified that, that it's going to be in person as well so it's super exciting that we are coming back to a sense of normalcy for these kids. They've missed so much their senior year, but at least we're having this. We'll get good pictures. <laughs> we'll let the, they'll get to celebrate with their friends in person with their families present. So that must be so exciting for you to be able to go see your son with all of this. It truly is, especially after all of this ebb and flow and, and trying to adjust and pivot for these students and families. It's just exciting to finally be able to have these, these great moments where we can document. Right. Yeah, present. absolutely. And that, that's, that's perfect. It leads right into what we want. I want to talk about today. We are finally winning the war against COVID, but another battle seems to be emerging and it's this achievement gap caused by the pandemic. Um, I was reading recently that students in the U.S. are likely to have suffered up to nine months of learning loss in math on average by the end of this academic year because of the disruptions caused by the pandemic. And that's just, that's terrifying to me. That's, that's so much loss. Um, the data released by the individual school districts and other recent studies added to this bleak picture. In Fairfax County Public Schools, the largest district in Virginia, the percentage of children receiving at least two failing grades rose by 83% this semester. That's so high. And if you think back, we always worried about the summertime and how much academic academics were affected by just the summertime in years past. Mm -hmm. And now with the pandemic, it has stretched over a year now and it's, it's definitely taking a toll. And with these statistics, it's alarming. It really is. It, it's it's an ac absolute academic crisis that we're looking at. Um, and so we want to talk about that a little bit today. We brought in um, Advantage's own success manager, uh, Jen Tynan. Jen works closely with students, families, and teachers on their road to success in an online classroom. She's joining us today to talk about what options are out there for kids and to give some tips and tools to support our families and anybody out there who is looking to bridge the achievement gap or the learning gap caused by the pandemic. So welcome, Jen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, I'm excited to be here. This is Jen's very first podcast, so we're gonna go easy on her. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jen, why don't you start off by just, um, tell us what you do at Advantages School International. Wow, well, that's a pretty broad, broad range of things, but what I really like to focus on is my um, my role as a success manager for our students and, and their families to help our students get to the finish line, whether that's graduating with advantages or just working on supplementary credits that they're trying to earn to move forward in their academic career. Um, but really what I do is 
I, I spend a lot of time trying to make sure that students are placed in the right courses so they can move forward and move back to their traditional school if they would like to, um, but really help those students that, um, that really are feeling that gap right now because of everything that's happening with COVID. And whether that's someone that has really struggled academically and now this gap has just made it that much worse, mm -hmm. or those really high achievers that are coming to us feeling like um, they're not learning what they used to learn in the classroom right. um, because they don't have that one-on-one -on -one experience with their teacher or maybe just the online environment that they're in currently isn't giving them what they need. Right. No, that's a good point. What changes in enrollment have you seen over this past year since the pandemic started? Well, you know, in our school, we specialize in online learning. And so that is, you know, that's what we do. Um, but in the last year with COVID, our numbers have just tripled um, because for many different reasons, but COVID in general, um, we had a lot of students that were feeling that gap. We're trying to go to school with their local school district but they weren't getting their needs met. And, um, and I'm, I'm not to say that's happening with every school sure. district, but some just really struggled more than others. And maybe on an individual basis mm -hmm. where the student, um, just like we had talked about earlier, they were learning, things were going really well. Mm -hmm. And then when everything went online and their district wasn't able to provide, make that transition, make that transition right. to the online format, they were forced into something that they just weren't prepared for. Mm -hmm. um, that's where we really saw big growth. Um, those families that wanted to go to a program where we specialize in online learning. That's right. what we do. That, that was something that we noticed a mm -hmm. lot of the school district's Weren't, they don't have the um, infrastructure mm -hmm. to handle the influx of online learning for your entire school district. And so, and, and then having the accessibility for all the students. Exactly. You know, having to guarantee that every student has equal access um, to online learning, it's, it's something that they can't, um, they can't guarantee. So a lot of school districts relied on paper and they would create packets and I mean, my daughter as a junior in high school hasn't done a packet since like kindergarten, I think, maybe maybe second grade, but um, coming home with a stack of, you know, 75 pages to, to work on, it was just absurd. So yeah, we did see a big increase with um, people wanting to try something different. Mm -hmm. And I think the fascinating part about this generation is that they've grown up with technology. So their expectations of having things done in an expedited fashion it, having a packet is not conducive to that. So Very they point. want feedback immediately. They want to be able to jump right into a program and feel like they're learning immediately. So having students be able to do that, they they were back in control mm -hmm. as well. So absolutely. And one thing I'm curious about now with when the pandemic began and students had to stay home and parents had to stay home, parents became much more involved in their students' learning and in, in their education. And I would imagine your conversations now with parents has changed dramatically over the past year. Indeed, uh, definitely. They have, it's, parents are not just curious about how much time their student has spent online. Now they really wanna know 
the concepts that they're learning. They want to know, they want to have that communication with the teachers more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, there, We have a lot of conversations about, I'm, I work outside the home and my student is here all day by themselves. How do I make sure that they're actually getting their mm-hmm. work done? Um, because now their student's home all day right. instead of going to a classroom. How do I manage that? Um, so trying to give support in those ways as best we can um, is a, can be a challenge um, just because parents are feeling a little lost. Um, and I think it's, in some cases, it's not so much that they really wanted to be that more involved with their students' education. It's that they were forced into it. Right. Um, Because they were able to send their kids to school and their teachers and and their administrators at the schools were managing that. Mm -hmm. And now it's been forced upon the parents to make sure their kids are going to class. Right. Yeah. And to maintain all of that organization and responsibility Mm -hmm. and uh, Poor parents have had a lot. They really. I mean, have. everybody's had a lot. I, I we all have. <laughs> the teachers at the school. The teachers relearn a whole new format. Right. Yeah, you know, that's tough. But but going back to the learning gap, like mm-hmm. what um, what I had read about, you know, learning loss of nine months. What tools are out there to help students bridge the gap mm-hmm. um, and make up for the lost time in the classroom, like? I know you you work for Advantages, so you can speak mm-hmm. directly to what Advantages offers, but you can also, mm-hmm. anything else that you, you know about there. Sure. So with Advantages, I, I kind of want to speak to that. I think we have a really fantastic program and that we allow, um, we offer tutorials, you know, diagnostic and a, a, a adaptive tutorials where a student can actually log in, take a pretest, see the information that they've already mastered, and then really focus on those concepts that they've struggled in, that they need to refresh on. Um, We also offer summer school and credit recovery, um, which are great opportunities for any learner at any stage, Mm -hmm. which is just great. Um, And we also have tutoring services. Um, but if you're not enrolled in Advantages and you're looking for those opportunities in your local area, your local community college, local library, mm-hmm. uh, many of those uh, locations are going to have tutoring services available. It's all just worth a phone call or maybe right. a trip over there wearing your mask, but <laughs> getting over there and looking into it, talking to your local school district. They may have opportunities. Yeah, I think a lot of them are starting Mm -hmm. to do summer school. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I've been bombarded with summer school emails from our local district. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the community college, local community Mm -hmm. colleges would be a great place to go as well. They might be online, um, but there will be some instances where they might even be in person, which um, could be fun. Well, oh, go ahead, Sandy. No, not interrupting, Jen. We had a parent call in, and so her question was, my student is taking algebra. I don't know if she's actually learned all of the concepts. Oh, interesting. But if I look at her grade at the end of the year, it reflects an A. So I know that there have been some gaps throughout the year. When you mention these tutorials, can that be applied for, let's say, an algebra class? Absolutely, it can be. So we would enroll a student in an algebra subject-based tutorial, and the student literally takes a test at the beginning of it to see those concepts that they've mastered. And if there are some deficiencies, then they focus on those concepts within that tutorial. 
because I am worried about her being successful in the next year of math. Right. So I don't want right. her to jump into geometry and then have any hiccups mm-hmm. or even algebra too. So that's really good to know. Thank you. Really good way to bridge that gap. Right. Because that's, I know um, from my own personal experience, they stopped teaching mm-hmm. last March. And so there was a whole quarter that there was no new content brought in. And then this year, I think they've been playing a lot of catch up and it's gone better than the last quarter of last school year. However, I do, I am concerned about kids not having that full content and the full knowledge of a course. So those tutorials and those adaptive uh, diagnostics are fantastic. I think that's Mm -hmm. a great, a great solution for our families out there. Yeah. So Jen, what advice do you have for families working with these online courses? Mm -hmm. How do we set the kids up for success? So scheduling is so important. Your kids have been so used to following a routine by going to school every day and having class periods at a certain time and rotating between classes and their class day is scheduled. When we come home, there's so many different distractions, Um, video games, hanging out with the dog, you know, doing chores because guess what? Kids are home and parents have <laughs> an extra body to help out. Um, but it, so it's easy to get off track really mm-hmm, fast. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that I always encourage parents and students in our initial phone calls is about scheduling, setting up a daily routine come up with a weekly schedule of when is your education time going to be? When am I going to be going to school virtually? And creating that schedule, write it down, stick it on the refrigerator, stick it next to your books or your online workstation, wherever you're going to be working in classes. So everybody in your home can support you in that that process. So if Johnny is uh, is working on his classes uh, from one to three, we don't go to pizza from one to three because Johnny's going to right. focus on his course. And that actually goes uh, back to support. what um, two podcasts ago when we interviewed Claudia Schwartz, that was her sure. number one thing was mm-hmm. structure. structure yeah. And so you're just, if you are one of our um, recurring listeners, that, that theme has come out uh, more than once and, and structure is hugely important. I think for all of us, um, I, I made comments before about my own daughter getting very um, lackadaisical about her structure and her scheduling. And um, that's a new thing that we've implemented um, with Claudia's advice is starting to have more structure. Mm-hmm. And Jen is just, she's reiterating the same thing. I, I think that's probably the number one key to success. Well, one thing I want to add to that is that, yes, the structure has to be there. But again, so many of our parents are working away mm-hmm. from the house, right? So your student is home and you're relying on your student to log in and do their work during that time. I don't know about you, but I guarantee you my kids would probably take a break if I wasn't right. around. So I think it's really emphasizing family support. Mm-hmm. It's it's not nagging, it's supporting each other and touching base with your student throughout the day. Sending a text, maybe not saying, hey, did you get your work done? But how are things going today? Mm-hmm. What did you learn in your class today? And the, and the 17 year old at together. home will probably think it's nagging, but it's important to do it's (laughs) it's okay to nag parents it's okay (laughs) now let's say i i want to know how they're doing without asking them is there some kind of a 
an indicator? Do, will I get updates, weekly updates, or, or can I look on yeah. online? How do I? That's a good that, question. That is a really good question. And uh, one thing that we do at Advantages is we give all of our parents or support persons and that uh, students uh, in you know education realm, we give them what we call uh, mentor or parent access. And what that allows the parent or mentor to do is to go in and monitor the progress. We can see exactly the last time the student logged in. We can see how long they had logged mm. into that course. You can actually see the assignments the, the student completed on a certain day. But on top of that, every week we send an automatic notification of how your student is doing in their classes for the week before. Um, and then our teachers are always checking in and making sure that things are going all right for our students as well. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's so much out there with technology that keep us connected, you know, with our kids mm -hmm. and with their academic process. Um, one thing that, you know, as I was doing that research about the academic recovery, um, there is a dramatic rise in the Fs um, students have received across the country. I think we, what did we say, um, rose by 83%. Mm -hmm. um, and I have more statistics here. In New Mexico, more than 40% of middle and high school students were failing at least one class um, last fall. In Houston, 42% of students received at least one F in the first grading period. I mean, it goes on and on and on across the country. It's it's all over California and Virginia, everywhere. Um, what what opportunities are there for students to overcome that? Well, that's that's a great question. And one thing I want to add to that, and you as a listener may have seen this in your own school district or know somebody that's gone through this, that um, because of COVID, they may not be giving Fs, they may just be passing students on to the next level. And so as a parent, you're concerned about whether or not their, your student actually did learn those concepts and how do we make sure that they did moving forward. But those Fs specifically, um, obviously, we want to we move forward, right? We want to learn those concepts so we're prepared for the next level, but we want to get rid of those Fs too, right? So we need to replace that. Uh, so we have great opportunities to reset, to do a credit recovery course. And this isn't for just your juniors and seniors who are getting ready for graduation. This is at any level, especially right now when you've got those middle school and lower high school students that are, have that COVID gap. So we have the opportunity to do a full credit recovery course. What is that? Wait, what does that mean? So what is credit, credit recovery, recovery is basically that you're retaking the course, right? Okay. So and the F, F doesn't show up. So the F does not show up on your transcript. So it completely replaces that F that you had. And there's no penalty to that? There's no penalty. Is it going to mess up their GPA? No. In fact, it's going to enhance your GPA, which is better because that F is going to make your GPA take a huge dip. Oh, it will right. plummet. Plummet. Yeah. yeah. But you replace it with a B, and that's going to look a lot better so than like, an F. No harm, no foul. No the harm, F is no gone. The and F is gone. Okay. So what if the student got a C? Can they still retake the Absolutely. class? Absolutely. You got a C and you want to earn that A, then absolutely retake that course and put that A on your transcript instead of the C. So my student can just do one class. They don't have to do the whole. Absolutely. What about just a semester? We can do just a semester. 
And if your court, if your school's on a quarter system, we can just do a quarter. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's good information. Um, a lot of our, a lot of our families don't realize that you think, well, you got to deal with your F and move on, but right. you can actually really truly move on in a far better positive light. Well, one thing I'd like to add to that is that with advantages, we do offer a self-paced program. So you're not limited to an academic calendar mm -hmm. time frame. Okay. So if you want to jump into a course and especially over the summer where you have a, a shorter amount of time, it is very possible for a mm -hmm. student to take a semester or even a full credit course if that's all they're doing to just focus on it and replace that grade and learn those concepts. Right. That's the most that's important, the most important thing. thing. Right. We don't want to just replace a grade. We want to learn those concepts mm -hmm. so we're prepared for the next level. Yeah, that's that's great information. It's great They're really so different than when we grew up. So no, it's just no, really no. different to be able to say, you mean I can actually change the C and, and turn it into an A if I wanted to. So it really empowers the students. It really does. That's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Now, we have a listener who has a student who's over the age of 18. Mm -hmm. There aren't a lot of options for their local school district because now they've aged out, as they say. And so what, what can Advantages do? Well, Advantages, uh, one thing that I really think is amazing is that we don't have an age limit. So any, any person can earn their high school diploma with Advantages, whether you're 18, 25, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, maybe Maybe school just didn't work out for you when you were mm -hmm. younger and now you wanna come back and earn your high school diploma. Um, we can, anybody can earn their diploma with us. And that being said, we do offer two different diploma tracks. Um, one is our college prep diploma, and that's for those students who are really eager to attend a four-year university okay. upon graduation. Um, and then we have our general studies track, and that general studies diploma is really designed for that student that maybe isn't sure what they want to do quite yet. Maybe they're looking at a community college first to kind of get things started or go mm -hmm. to a tech program or serve in the military. You have to have an actual high school diploma to serve in the military. Um, those are going to meet those minimum requirements to get you started and moving on to that next stage of your life. Well, so will students just transfer all their credits that they've done so that, can that count? Yeah. Absolutely, it can count. So our, um, our, what we would call our transfer students, our students that are coming to us with previous work that they've already completed at another location, or maybe multiple locations, we bring in those transcripts, we evaluate them to make sure that um, we're putting in the right courses that they need to earn a, a diploma uh, with advantages, and then we set them up for success. And the great thing about that is um, maybe a student is working towards their general studies diploma and realizes that they realize uh, they really want to earn that college prep diploma. They can switch gears right in the middle of their program and we can get them set up for that college prep track. That's fantastic. There's, as I was doing my research for the, this academic crisis and the recovery, it was daunting. It's, it was, um, I don't want to say depressing, but it, it was a little bit depressing seeing how the grades have fallen and our, uh, the achievement gap. And I, we didn't even get into the um, difference with, with different parts of the country and how there's more 
achievement gap in different areas of our country. And there's just, it's such a large, large problem that I don't think we even understand the full depth of it at this point. I think we're going to be reeling from COVID and the pandemic for many, many, many months to come in terms of education. But after having Jen here today, I, I have hope. I mean, there, there's so many things out there for our kids and for our families. Um, there, there's opportunity for our kids and I, I think we're gonna be okay. So Jen, before we wrap up, so we have families that are listening to us from all over the United States and even some that are you know, traveling and, and outside the United States. Can advantages be done? I know it's online, but is it accredited? We are fully accredited um, completely. And I love the fact that our students are able to work on their courses anywhere, anytime they have internet access. Uh, we even had a family that decided uh, during COVID they were gonna take this chance to sail around the world with their family. <laughs> wow. Um, and uh, their students decided that whenever they were in port, they were able to work on their courses and and they finished their whole academic year on a sailboat, which That's is fantastic. spectacular. Yeah. That is Yeah, it really That's is. Amazing. Yep. That's, That's wonderful. Awesome. Well, Jen, I just I really appreciate your time. I appreciate your optimism. I appreciate the tools that you have shared with our listeners. Um, I really do. I have hope. I I know there's good things out there and good people doing good things for our kids. So it's, thank you for all you do. And so many tools that are out there for our families. So if you're listening to this, we're going to be posting some the some of the articles that uh, Allison did reference, so that we can always look at that. And um, any questions that you might have. You reach us on our Instagram page. You can send us a direct message or you can send us an email at the very long email address of learningreimaginedthepod at gmail.com. I think Instagram might be easier and faster, <laughs> but we do check our emails and we do respond um, within 24 hours. So keep the questions and comments coming. If there's any expert you would like us to interview, um, please let us know anything that you are interested in learning about. Um, we are always looking to expand our educational experts. So Jen, you've been a wonderful expert today. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Thank you.